0: for tuning in to Talking Bay 94, the Star Wars podcast devoted to interviews with the cast, crew and creators of a galaxy far, far away. I'm your host Brandon Winerdy and this is my conversation with Matthew Reinhardt, creator of a Pop Up Guide to the Galaxy as well as the upcoming Ultimate Pop Up Galaxy from Inside Editions. You'll be able to tell very quickly, but he was an absolute joy to talk to. So live from Celebration, this is Talking Bay 94, episode 38, Matthew Reinhardt. All right, we are live from Star Wars Celebration, and I am sitting down with the pop-up master, Matthew Reinhardt. Thank you so much for, for coming on the show today. Uh, Thank you for having me. Yeah, um, Inside Edition helped us get you on, because you just announced the latest installment of, now it's a trilogy. Yeah, it's
1: well, you have to, you know, that's the way it works with Star Wars, you got to have a trilogy. It comes in threes, so this is my last, uh, well, it's probably not my last, I don't know, who knows, but this is the most recent. <laughs> and it is—it's very different than my other two uh, Star Wars pop-up books. My first one was uh, Star Wars uh, Pop-Up Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, it what, that was like—that was like—I'm uh, a huge Star Wars fan, so mm-hmm. um, that was for the 30th anniversary of Star Wars in 2007. Had like light up lightsabers, yeah. you know, like Darth Vader, and everything, you know, Jabba the Hutt, like everything. It was all original trilogy. Sort of like you know, uh, it was—it was literally a guide, you know, so you could learn about all the different races of the galaxy, vehicles, blah blah blah. Second one was um, a b- the same sort of format, um, a galactic pop-up adventure. And uh, that one was about the prequel characters and everything, and that was awesome. And this one is totally different, like it's it's across the entire saga. So it has every, we can, we, it's almost like traveling across the galaxy and also traveling across time and with these characters. So it's awesome.
0: I love it. The ultimate pop-up. The galaxy. ultimate. Yes. This is yes, the ultimate. Yes. Until the next ultimate. Until the yeah, other the penulti- pop-up galaxy, Yeah, whatever it right. is. Yeah, yes. um, Well, I'd love to now talk. Let's go all the way back. Mm-hmm. Let's go all the way back. The first time you saw Star Wars, mm-hmm. What what inspired you about that movie? And then how did that carry through through your career
1: um so it's funny like you're asking me about the first time i saw star wars i don't even remember it it was just like a part of my being uh-huh. you know you just like knew it was there um i know we, i think we saw it like in a drive-in or something uh-huh. like that it was like long ago and um uh so you know i just love the universe and one of the 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 things i think that was most inspiring was as i got older you know and i was always a drawer and i was an artist and i was making things um i loved the art of star wars art of empire strikes back Mm -hmm. um i think the one that really i remember getting it for christmas was the art of the return of the jedi and seeing that process of making because the, the journey is oftentimes i think the journey is more exciting uh than the the end um and so i love seeing the artists that put you know, in their ideas, you know, you, 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 you know, we watch watch a movie when you're a little kid, you don't think that like somebody's drawing pictures and somebody's, um, you know, building models and sculpting things and figuring out. And so to see behind the curtain and to see that process that young, uh, inspired me. I, I, I still like that inspired me more than anything. To become an artist, that that got me to want to draw and learn how you know how to make things. Like I always loved maquettes, so like making things out of clay and like putting in you know the wireframe and you know making like okay I have an idea about a character or a thing, but you know let's make it 3D. Uh, and and I also well and also like my toy collecting. So I I'm a huge Star Wars figure collector. I collect three and three quarter inch Star Wars figures. I'm only allowed to collect that because. Um, Sorry, I talk a lot. Um, no, we love it. Uh, I'm only allowed to collect uh, three and three quarter figures because otherwise I'd be out of house and home. Ugh. I lived in New York for 25 years. I just recently moved uh, to San Francisco, and you know, you just, I, they would be everywhere. Right. So when I went through my storage, I mean, I'm seriously like, I was finding like, I had like four X, ec- uh, four Y wings. You know, like three. What's uh, a fleet? You need a yeah, fleet. Yeah, yeah, you need right. a fleet. Yeah, yeah. It was insane. You know, I have like, so I have every Star Wars three and three quarter Star Wars. Figure um, since the beginning, since 78. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have, I'm lucky enough to have like a vintage on card collection that never gets touched. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like, so I've had them all, you know, since. Right. And that's all I'm allowed to collect. Because I mean, there's thousands right. of those. But when I was a kid, getting back to, you know, what inspired me, I was always building stuff because when you had the toys, you needed a place for them to go. Right. You needed, you know, and sometimes there were some toys that they never made. Like, right. I wanted a bantha. There was no bantha, so you know, I there was a you know really poor experiment of trying to make a bantha out of a milk carton and like you know yarn. It looked terrible, Uh, but you know, like it was just like making that world. I wanted to make it, so whatever I could find around the house, that was what I did. And so here I am, you know, forty years later, and I'm making stuff out of paper for Star
0: Wars again. Still, it's full circle. Yeah. It never goes away, and now actually. you're just getting paid for it. I'm lucky that <laughs> that
1: is, but I would probably do it on my own. I mean, if you saw my my um, my setup for my Star Wars figures on on my uh, shelves, like sometimes I will like I'll remake some of those old cardboard play sets. Mm-hmm. or if there's if I'm inspired, I'll like I'll make something that never de- existed that right. you know looks like it could be one of those old cardboard right. play sets. So it's fun. I, I, it. I still I still enjoy it.
0: I love it. Yeah, we, I mean, there's even a resurgence now, like um, with. Hasbro making Grand Moff Tarkin for the oh, first time, right? Yeah, you know, the it's kind of like
1: return the retro collection right, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's like, damn it! Now I have to yeah, start yeah, getting yeah, that. Okay, shoot. Uh, okay, but y- y- it's cool. I mean, I, like, there's y- those Star Wars figures have inspired so many, right. diff- you know, different uh, brands coming out and, and making Star Wars styled figures. Mm-hmm. So why aren't they doing it? They should have been doing years ago. So I want, I want new trilogy. Versions of characters. I want those characters that I didn't get. Like, there were some that, that were the, you know, I think there was a Luke that they did that was sort of a Jedi Luke. I would love to even have, they had those post Power of the Force. Uh, designs that they were gonna make right. that the, never got made. Like I would love to see some of those like the Mungo Beefhead Tribesman, I think was one of right. them like, you know, so I'm digging deep. No, I'm, back. We, this is I'm good. going in, you know. I
0: mean you said sequel characters and I when they announced that line I was like all I want is a Kylo Ren with telescoping oh, uh, lightsaber for the cross guard. Yes. Crazy. That would that be crazy. Would be amazing. Yes.
1: And Ray and like I just those would be Super cool. I also want those figures that I never got. I would love prequel figures right. as well like that. Like that would be awesome. Right. And you George know, R-Banks we're going to get Vintage it. figure. Yeah. Oh up. man. More of those vinyl capes. <laughs> yes. That tore like yeah. so badly. And I also want like more wants. Yeah. I also want all those droids, unproduced droids, figures, and Ewoks figures that were never made. Kenner or Hasbro. Listen, I actually, I've done some stuff with Hasbro um, in the past. I'm also a big Transformer fan. Mm-hmm. So, um, Every time I, I'm talking to someone from there, I'm like, "You need to do this
0: next." No, like, sure. And I've got
1: the barge. I got the barge. Oh, you did. You backed it. it? You yet. backed the barge. Yeah, I backed the barge. Was the
0: box in, in mint mm-hmm. condition? You didn't have to. I'm
1: not a big. I'm not a big mint person. Like I'm very much play with the toy. Okay. I don't keep boxes unless, like, if it's vintage, you don't touch that thing. Right. But um, you know the new stuff. Like it's. It. Let's be honest. Like it's not worth the same. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I. Yeah. I gotta open it up. I mean, come on, man. I gotta set it all up and have the. You know.
0: Love it. Well, uh, pop-ups. How did you start learning how to, to build? Because, like, for instance, the two thousand seven book. I have the two thousand seven book. It is incredible, and it's so intricate, and it's so detailed. And there's no way that anyone else in the world could have done that. How did you get into this? Uh, like, lots of drugs.
1: No, um, the 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 how I got into it was uh, you can edit that. I guess.
0: Um, take it. Yeah.
1: Um, no, it doesn't matter. I don't care. Um, so so I started out in a really. I had a really weird path to getting to be to do what I do. Um, I started out, my parents wanted me to be a doctor, uh, and I got into med school and I, uh, took a year off, lived in New York and I was like, this is just not, I'm not doing this. I'm not going to do this. Uh, I did some research about like creative jobs. What could I do? You know, that, you know, applied what I do. Cause I, I illustrate and I draw and then, you know, all that stuff, stuff, stuff. They just want me to be a starving artist and they didn't, and honestly, they didn't want to support me. So, um, uh, I, I decided, I told him I wanted to be an industrial designer, I actually wanted to be a toy designer. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I'm a failed toy designer. Um, I uh, So I studied at Pratt Institute, and while I was um, studying there in industrial design, I was also like freelancing as just a helper for somebody who was making pop-ups. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was fine, you know, I, I, I got the hang of it. Yeah. And I started helping somebody who at one point, like, I I worked at Nickelodeon for a short period on a show called Blue's Clues. I know everybody knows that show. Uh, I hated it at the time. But when I was, when I was working on it, I, he asked me, you know, will you take on some more work, you know, more full time? And so I did. And uh, like a year later, I was like, I'm really getting the hang of this. And um, I was able to sell some prototype books, you know, and um, at one point, I we, we did we co-authored this book called Encyclopedia Prehistorica Dinosaurs. You can't go wrong with dinosaurs. But our dinosaur book, like, it was beyond anything. You know, the dinosaur, like the T-Rex comes out and bites you. Um, like it's very interactive. You know, there's like you know, moving dinosaur skeletons in it, you know, like it because I'm a huge dinosaur yeah. fan. I love paleontology. And so I love doing the research for it and like making these animals that we don't that don't live anymore come to life. So I did that book and it did very, very well. It was a New York Times bestseller. And it was, it made thing. It it was, I was able to talk to another publisher who was Scholastic, and say, I really, really want to meet the Star Wars people. You do Star Wars books. Can you introduce me to Lucasfilm? I want to do a Star Wars book. And the 30th anniversary is coming up. And um, you know, like I had it all. Like please, please, please. And he said, will you do the book with us? I mean, you can't. It doesn't get any better than that. Right. So like, it was happening. I was lucky enough when I was working on that book. I got to go to stay at Star Skywalker Ranch. Love it. Um, they, they said to me, now, do you need to do research at the archives? Uh, yes. Y- yes, I do. Yes. yes I need I just need yes. as much yeah. as information as possible. I mean, possible. I don't know anything about Star Wars. I really need to see those models. I really need to see those costumes. Yeah, I need to see the maquettes. Yeah. And they, they were awesome. I mean, there were some things at the time, the Star Wars uh, archives were not as well-kept as they are now. Right. And um, and it was back into like 2006. To stay at the ranch, that was awesome. Yeah. I even... Pointed out that they had mislabeled one of the creature heads from Return of the Jedi. Love it. Uh, it was, it was, it was Hermi Oddle, or uh-huh. however you pronounce yeah, yeah. it. They didn't have it um, labeled right. Oh, that is the best figure. Oh, <laughs> man. Um, don't get me talking about Star Wars figures anymore. Um, so, so uh, yeah, so uh, started working on that book and um it was one of the hardest books that i ever did because you know i had like the darth vader helmet that actually moved you know and the light up lightsabers and all that sort of stuff um but it meant so much to me because those movies meant so much and to be a part of the creative uh minds that you know work on star wars uh different books or anything Mm -hmm. any product so that was really cool it was a dream come true and it uh one of you and i have a lot of dreams but like that was like the main one And uh, I remember sending in the prototype for that book. It was like just a white, uh, uh, what's called a white dummy or a pencil dummy. And um, it had sketches in it. It was really rough. I sent it in and I put in a note on the front of it to George Lucas. (laughs) Now, I don't know if he read it, but he was at the time, like he would go to the publishing meetings. And I was was not sure that I, you know, it wasn't as perfect as I wanted it to be. I just had to send something and I said, I'm really sorry I'm, if this is awful I'm I'm sorry but but you know but he really liked it they were very very happy That's awesome. you know when you're an you know when you're an artist and you're creating something you always think it's the worst at least I am I maybe I grew up with low I, I did grow up with low self-esteem but um, you always think oh this is terrible um, but it was great and the you know the experience of and having it be successful was really you know uh, icing on the
0: cake I love it. And that, I mean, again, that first book um, is just incredible. You said the light-up lightsabers, and then mm-hmm. every little corner. Yeah, right? there's something. There's, there's something. something. And it's something, some deep cuts, right? And oh, some just like, yeah. And I, oh, yeah. And all little Jabba's creatures. Anyway.
1: Yeah. And the limited edition version of that book, there's like 500 or there's 1,000. I can't remember uh-huh. how many. It has a pop-up, a full pop-up of um, uh, the Max Rebo Band. The, so the original tr- the original right. tree. Now bar. you're
0: going to have me go into eBay and, yeah, and that ruin my goal, life. Yeah. yeah,
1: That one's cool um uh yeah so so it was uh, great Th- that world you know those those movies were my especially my favorites right. um, and then I was able to do the following book in 2012 for the prequels right and I also love those movies um, they, they don't hold the same for me mm-hmm. uh, like in my heart uh, memories but they were a lot of fun the, the universe that how it was it was expanded and there was you know there's so many great parts of them not you know I'm not like a fan of every second of them but um uh it was it was awesome to be able to create the second one and that one also has a light up lightsaber but it has a Darth Vader that sort of transforms from Anakin you see Anakin for a second and his lightsaber is blue when it lights up and then um it switches to red and Darth Vader kind of unfurls and there you are.
0: Well, yeah. so wait, I need to, to lay it out for myself and probably for the people listening. Let's say that. Let's say the Anakin to Vader transformation pop-up, mm-hmm. right? And that includes a light effect. So this yeah. is a little more complicated. What is your process? Do you start with a, a pencil design? Then you move into, like, how yeah. does this work in terms of making it a, especially when it's mass di- uh, distributed, right? Like yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, totally. So, all right. So it starts out with any pop-up book. You know, you just have to start out you write a manuscript Mm -hmm. and you know, there's an outline of kind of what's going to happen on the page. Mm -hmm. You know, I never draw, well, I'm not gonna say never. I rarely draw what is going to happen on the page. I did for this most recent book because there was a lot to work out Mm -hmm. um, as far as mapping things. And I'll get into that in a bit. But um, uh, so I write sort of just words of what is going to happen. So Mm -hmm. it's like Darth Vader changing, you know, He's gonna have a lightsaber that was it Mm -hmm. and he's standing i wanted the full body that was it like i don't i don't want to have too much there describing what's happening because i want to when i go into doing the paper engineering which is the next step which is just me cutting and folding paper and taping it together and figuring out how all these mechanisms works all by hand i don't want to have a a, too much visual Mm -hmm. telling me how i should be doing that engineering i mean i know that there's certain things that are going to happen but uh, to make it tall, to make it big, to make it wide, to make it massive, <clears throat> or make it move in certain ways. But um, I don't want to limit my, you see, when you draw something like, if you draw a picture of what the pop-up is gonna be on the page, you like draw the page and you have the mm-hmm. you know, thing. Two things, that it's either gonna limit you because you could make something way better than what you just drew. Or it's gonna it may be something that you just can't do physically. Mm-hmm. I have learned, now, and I'm not trying to be cocky, <laughs> I've learned that I can, I can, now I can overcome that, really? that part, and I can make that thing happen, but it's, a it's about approaching it, you know, right. the way you approach right, right. it and, and things like that, but, um, so I just have words, and so I'm cutting and folding paper, and it, and like, there are tons of mistakes, right. you, you, like, if you knew how much went in the trash, uh, or in recycling, you know, like, <laughs> you, it's constantly, some of the stuff, there are a lot of mistakes, and I always tell kids who, you know, they're trying something, especially, You know oh i'm not very good at this well you know what no one is in the beginning you gotta just make your mistakes that's part of the process you don't learn unless you make mistakes and um and i make them constantly i i don't think anybody if you don't make mistakes in a day like if i don't trip at least once a day i'm not alive Mm -hmm. you know if i'm not embarrassed at least once yeah you know tripping and falling on my face or whatever like it's just that's life yeah um so uh, so after I've sort of designed something by hand and cut and fold and sometimes it could take, could take a day. I mm-hmm. could come to a mechanism and it's like that. And other times it could take like a week yeah. and you're like doing all these explorations you don't know. Um, and so I'll make something that sort of looks okay and works the way I want it to. And sometimes I'll draw on it. Um, sometimes not. Sometimes it's just like white paper, cardstock. And um, once I get it to be doing what I want it to do, and you have to like, when you put a piece on, you don't just like sculpt this 3d thing, tape it to the page and then smash the pages shut and then, okay, that makes it pop up. No, like, you know, pieces will be going all over the right. place and then you know, it won't pop back up again, right. you know? So you have to make sure like every piece you add that that works with everything else. And so when I get to it, when a final version, I like I take it apart very, very carefully. It's like surgery, scan all the pieces, um, I trace them in Adobe Illustrator, make like vector lines, and yeah. m- what are called die lines. And those are dies are these like giant cookie cutters that punch out all the pieces mm-hmm. when it's in manufacturing. So I, uh, you know, refine the pop-up. I have to build it a few times, yeah. and then um, then later on we do the artwork. Um, artwork is kind of like the 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 uh, paper engineering. The pop-up is the like that's the structure, and that's the let's like the cake. You know, you bake in the, the mm-hmm. different you know uh, layers of the cake, and then. And then the frosting is the color artwork. And so sometimes I do the art, sometimes i work with another artist. Like for example, for this new book, I will work with uh, Kevin Wilson and he does this amazing like photorealist art. And so sometimes I share, sometimes I don't, it's cool. So then I lay that art in with the die lines. I make one or two like perfect versions of it, myself in the studio. And I send the information, like all the die lines, all the art. It's usually digital. Right. Send it to the manufacturer. Send them the prototypes that I've built, and they copy them and build them. And uh, all pop-up books are handmade, like much like many products that we buy. Like when you're out there buying stuff out, in, you know, the, the convention, like action figures, um, you know, like all these different, you know, ceramic things, all these different things that are out there. A lot of them, human hands are putting them together. And right. we, you don't realize you all, you think that there's like some droid out there that's going to be doing that. And uh uh-uh. uh. Right. It's hands. So That's the wild. yeah so and I usually have to be done with my work about uh, eight to nine months before the book comes out. I'm usually late, so it, you know they they push it. Um, so and it takes me about five to six months to mm-hmm. make to do a book. And there, even when I'm finished, I'm not finished because I'm working with production and manufacturing to tell me you know like something's going wrong. Right. Figure this out because I'm the end. Like the buck stops here, you right. know. So I have to be. I can't believe i used that cliche yeah that is so weird i never used that one it's fine you think there was a star wars one but um that i could use that would be better but yeah i have to go through and like if there's a problem and i have that sort of mind where it's like a i guess so it's problem solving like this doesn't work so how can we yeah what can we do what's causing that you know i, I and i think that's part of my science background
0: they're very it is i mean we're this is i was saying before we started like <laughs> what you're describing is very visual and the end result is gorgeous and, and very visual it's almost kind. like a detriment <laughs> to have a podcast because really you usually go to the barnes and noble and just see it for yourself and just kind of look through every page yeah but
1: you get in the background here and you get my you know saucy yeah. humor so that's else? it And then
0: it's like who else do you need <laughs> so really the key would be put on your airpods go <laughs> yeah. to barnes and noble, then look at the in, book yeah and hear me narrate it yeah. yeah it's yeah it's everyone th- go to the store right now everyone yeah. pause it and go to the store and yeah totally
1: <laughs> Um, yeah, no, it's 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 a it's a cool process. It's funny because I'm like locked away to talk about it with right. you. I don't talk about what I do most of the time. I like I'm locked away in right. the studio, making something. And when I make something, like if it's really cool, especially with this new book, you know, where there's all these like different scenes and everything from all the different movies, yeah. um, and there are pull tab parts that move things. So. Uh, you know, there are like walking vehicles. I can't say what they are. Um, well, there, there was are, one. Like, there was one in the
0: trailer. The one that they showed, yeah, that was, was a ATS Yeah, yeah. Scott Walker. Very That cool.
1: walks, but there are other things that maybe do that. Okay. And <laughs> things that you know, ships that fly through. Yeah. You, know, there wow. are, you know, like the graveyard, of the giants, and all that sort of stuff. Like so, yeah. there's all kinds of, like, you can make the action happen. Right. And so, but this one, it's a little bit different, like perspective. I this one is kind of inspired. This newest book, which is. Um, The ultimate pop-up galaxy Mm -hmm. that's coming out this uh, October, I think. It's more inspired by um, like Galoob Galoob micro machine playsets, and also those Microverse playsets from uh, the '80s um, from Kenner, where it was kind of like the whole world. All kind of crammed together mm-hmm. in one place, and little action features. So there's, like, the whole time while I'm making it, I'm like pew pew, you know, like I'm making the noise, like oh, my God, oh yeah, 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 you know, I'm making all those noises the whole time um, while I'm doing it. I'm did all you? Alone. Did
0: you stuff any um, scenes into like a character's head? She looks you know, like the old micro machines or like oh I did head.
1: not do that. I did not do that. That would have been. Those were always so freaky. Yeah. No, because they, they weren't, were like, that cool. yeah. I was not allowed to collect those either. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm all, yeah, like, you
0: see them? You want them?
1: No, no, Don't you can't get do not do it.
0: So many heads. Well, Mike Machine's so. had Ralph MacQuarie doing the box art, which is crazy. Yeah. Anyway.
1: There was a wall. There were two Ralph McQuarrie pop-up books. He did art for two different, there was one that was the cantina out there, collectors. Uh, there was one that was the cantina, and there was one that was Jabba's Palace. You're and ruining my life right now. Right? They were super cool. Um, do you have those, have you ever seen those, um, uh, they and they also had pop-up playsets from from Hasbro from the late '90s that were pop-up like sort of scenes. There was one that was Jabba's mm-hmm. throne Yes, room, and there was and a cantina. There was the cantina yes, one. and then they I did
0: it. They did it for the expanded universe as well. Like yeah, uh, they had little pop-up scenes. It would scenes. come in there. Yeah, I
1: actually you know in in a real deep cut a while wa- long time ago did prototypes for Hasbro to. Put in those battle packs mm-hmm. um we had we had talked about doing it it never h- ended up happening right but it was so much fun to to like work on it and like bring my star wars figures into work <laughs> and um you know make these little sets like we we had an idea for the death star and have it in quarters and then we had and there were even things that um like there was the the, the shoot into the garbage <laughs> uh, masher and like like all that sort of stuff so we, there were always like I still have those. I'm going to have to bring those out sometime. Yeah, that one. put that would, them up on You can online. post that, yeah.
0: By now I can do that. You're allowed. Yeah, the Statue of Limitations is over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you've done Game of Thrones, you've done mm-hmm. Harry Potter, you've mm-hmm. done three Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Is there anything, whether it's a Star Wars character or another pop culture property, that you haven't done yet that maybe, like, Inside Edition is listening right now? Like, oh, we, yeah. Like, what do you. Well,
1: one of them I, I really want to do. A, uh, so I did DC Comics Superheroes because okay. I'm a huge comic book yeah. fan. Uh, I used to be very, very DC uh, up until about, like, 2011, 2012. I did. I wasn't a big fan of the reboot right. stuff. Like I like when
0: New 52. You're like, mm, yeah. Get out of here. I,
1: I, well, I might have to. You know, I liked some of those. I, it's just it. Oh, it's hard to get the back in. The run is it. good. The Scott Snyder Batman right run now? is
0: good. Well, the New 52 one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll have that's to, worth. That's I think
1: I read that. I think I read that and liked it. There were some that I didn't like. Anyways. Um, I want to do a Marvel okay. version yeah. of that like because I love Marvel characters. I like and I want all those Marvel characters in there like oh. I want X-men in there I want I want Hulk I want Thor I want all of them yeah, you can do like it. spider-man like they all got to be in there um, so that would be cool mm-hmm. uh, like properties I've been lucky enough to do them all yeah um, like I love Disney movies I'd love to do a uh, like the animated one like I would love to do a little small book for every oh that'd be, that'd be animated very cool. movie yeah, that yeah. would be fun. But you know, uh, uh, you know, I've been very, very lucky. Yeah,
0: I've done a lot. Is there a Star Wars character? Because pretty much, especially, I mean, in the first one, you pretty much hit every action figure there was. Yeah. Right, in terms of characters, mm-hmm. is there anyone in, in any three? Maybe you, you can't ruin it for the third one. But is there anything left of any character? Yeah, that you there's a. L- hasn't yeah, there's a lot. The I point? don't. I that, like. I there. There's a
1: lot I couldn't do. <laughs> Because there's only so much room. Like, this, okay, so on, let me tell you a little bit about what's yeah. in the book. So, um, I can not tell you everything. <laughs> um, but, I mean, think about it. There's five spreads, Kay. okay? And there's one main pop-up on each page, okay? Now, think about how many movies there are, right? right? Um, you're going to get a lot of, on spread four, you're going to get a lot of Force Awakens. Okay, And on spread five, you're going to get a lot of Last Jedi. Kay. You're going to get a little bit of, I, I can't say what, you're going to get a little bit of peak of. Else on, I don't. Know, I, I can't. You uh, uh, can't really. say. Um, and uh, so, imagine all those other movies crammed into like three spreads. It's hard. <laughs> right. um, so you don't get to go to all those places. Right. Like, uh, but we do get to go to you know, you do get to go to all those favorite places and some new ones. Like Rogue One and um, Solo are nice. also in it, it. Uh, which I loved. I loved Solo. Like, I just wanted to be there. I wanted more of them. Like, yeah. I want. Every second, like, I want to hang out with Han Solo. And, yes. the, like, the minute Chewie was there, it was, like, bam. The, the
0: Chewie-Han mud fight yeah. is still one of the best Star Wars scenes of all time. It was
1: great. It was great. And you never thought, like, oh, this is how they did it. You know, after reading all the comics and right. all the books about what how they got together, that was even better. Right. It Han speaking.
0: Uh, yeah. Y- y- oh, yeah. That, was, that was hilarious. It was we, great. We've been watching every night, like, one, like, episode one and episode two, episode three. And then we watched Solo this morning. I'm like, this is a good movie. Really.
1: Yeah, this is this is good. It, it, it was. It's too bad that it was. It was released at a time, two weeks after uh, Infinity War. Yeah, and then a week after Deadpool. Like you, it's Star Wars. I know, but you you've got to give it some space. Right. Um, but I I really loved it. It was just such a lush. Like, the the worlds were so... There was so much to look at. Yeah. Like, I wanted action figures of everyone. Like, Lady Proxima. I got, like, I gotta have that deluxe figure. One, was it, one that's day. A, that's a Lady
0: Proxima pop-up, I've ever heard
1: yeah, of one. Yeah, yeah. So, so, I don't get to do right. a lot of those kind of things. But there are little mentions. Like, so, who would I want to do? Oh, I mean, I couldn't even... There's so many. There's so many characters and right. creatures and things. Um, I couldn't even... I mean, I could do a whole new trilogy encyclopedia on its own i'd buy that who knows sounds good just do it um yeah just do it just, just, do d- it. just, just that just thing yeah see you in a year yeah 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 <laughs> but yeah i mean yeah um there's there's so much i love it well uh mr reinhardt books Don't call coming mister i just i'm so old. just reinhardt now. Is it, <laughs> Matthew, <laughs> sir. sir, what is my what is my title? Um, Emperor of destruction. That's it. Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, paper engineer. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm, that's another good paper one. engineer. Yeah. Uh, Papa Reinhardt bookmaker. Reinhardt.
1: Yeah. Uh, whatever. Just Matthew.
0: Matthew, thank yeah. you for coming on. Thank yeah, you for taking pleasure. time and, and yeah. talking about toys and pop-ups and i'm excited when it so the book is coming out fall 2019 yeah uh
1: in october sometime october um, like sometime. you know because there's the the whole big push like what is it, the uh four journey Friday, to the oh yeah yeah. that sort of you know everything's gonna come out i don't know if it's gonna be out right then but there's gonna be so much stuff right. like you're gonna be focused on just getting that and then yeah you know, right it's gonna be
0: intense i love it well thank you for coming on and thank and talking you and it's been a lot of fun this is great this yeah was the best hopefully yeah <laughs> thank you this has been one of my favorite conversations we've ever done on the show. Mr. Reinhardt, or Matthew was such a treat and a true highlight for me of Star Wars Celebration. His upcoming book, The Ultimate Pop-Up Galaxy, can be pre-ordered wherever books are sold. Visit his website MatthewReinhardt.com and follow him on Instagram at Matthew C. A special thanks to Eric at Inside Editions for being so helpful. Follow Insight at Inside Editions on Twitter and keep your eyes peeled for all the new great Star Wars books that they are producing. Next week is the one-year anniversary of this little show. Stay tuned. We have a five-star review. And may the Force be your